Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to Come Together San Diego. This is going to be, let me just say up front, it's going to be an incendiary show. It's an incendiary because a lot of times, you know, we Christians, we, we, we trust a lot of different people. And sometimes those trust we have come into question because uh, some of the things that we think we've heard from people, and this could go from uh, uh, our own church environment, it could come from uh, education, it could come from government, it could come from your doctor or, or pharmacist or something like that, and all of a sudden you go, you know, the things that they are saying does not ring true to the Judeo-Christian values that I have. What do I do about that? Well, this show is going to be dedicated that, to that in particular, but we're going to talk about the thing that people are discouraged to talk about. It's called the vaccine, the vaccination. We're going to talk about that, and my co-host and guest for this two hours, her name is Karen Kingston. Hello, Karen. Hi, Cass. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, it's a pleasure. My listening friend, I, I want you to pay close attention to about well, the things that we're going to be sharing here. And I, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be incendiary because we're going to be talking about, I call it the vex-a-nation because that's what it's doing across the world. And uh, we're going to be, you know, the Bible says that we, we need, cannot shy from the truth. So we're going to give you a component of the truth that perhaps because of uh different people on different platforms disallowing these kind of things you haven't heard. So we're going to be giving those things to you about the Vex A Nation. And uh, I'm going to uh, have Karen, who has a tremendous background uh, in strategic an- analyst for biotechs and and pharmaceuticals and things like that. She's going to give some insights that she's been given, and we're going to go with that. Now, here's what's going to happen to begin with. I'm telling you this is going to be incendiary and exciting, and not to be stressed about this because some of you have already taken the vaccination, and some of you have not. Uh, There's good news on both sides of this if you entrust your Lord and Savior uh, in the midst of these things. Before I do this, I'm going to blow the shofar. You know me on the show sometimes, especially if they're broadcast that command immediate attention, I blow the shofar because the scripture says to blow the trumpet in Zion and sound of the alarm in God's holy mountain. And there is an alarm that needs to be sounded. So I'm going to be obedient to that, and I'm going to blow the shofar to begin with. Karen, is that okay with you? That sounds like a, a great plan to me. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You're going to love Karen. She's a, she's a gal, and she doesn't mince words either. She goes right between the eyes, and it's straight into the heart. She knows that there, there's some medical I- issue where you go right between the eyes, it goes right to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the medical validity of that, but it is spiritual. Here we go. I'm going to blow the show far, and then Karen Kingston and I are going to share some things with you. Buckle up, kids. Here we go. <laughs> Consider Amen. yourself consider yourself uh, warned, my friends. Okay, now you know the, my audience. There are a lot of people that are believers that are on, on this listening to this show, Karen, and there are a lot of people that are in the process of assessing whether they want to become a believer or not. When they finish this show, especially today, they're going to say, "Really, that's the only solution for the things that are ahead of us." So, why don't you, knowing that, why don't you just give a little bit of overview? You've got a tremendous background in uh, biotech stuff and and pharmaceutical stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell a little bit about that before we jump out into the hefty stuff. And my friends. 
concerns, as I said, this is going to be hefty. Karen? Oh, um, sure. Well, thank you again for having me having me on. So sure. I'm going to go go way back in the future over over 20 years, 25 years ago. I actually first started working for Pfizer right out of school uh, in Manhattan as a sales rep. I um, since I was a young a, a young child, since I was 14, I used to volunteer in hospitals and at AIDS clinics. So I've always had a fascination with um, science and, and, and medicine. And I, I quickly went to the advertising marketing side of the business. And there was a, I, I learned a tremendous amount at Pfizer uh, during the heyday. I mean, I was there when the stock would go to 100 and split three ways and then go back to 100. So I worked with some brilliant minds, both yes. from a, uh, a marketing side, as well as a clinical strategic side, as well as a legal slide side, as well as business and had um, just tremendous amount of training. And when I moved to California, um, I had an opportunity. I worked for Allergan, and then I had an opportunity to become a consultant. And I was a strategic consultant working on brands to help uh, basically accelerate their growth, turn them around, that, that kind of thing. And, and eventually I was able to – I had a couple clients who said, you, you know, you're so great at understanding the business, the science, the legal. You should start your own agency. And I had a, a couple companies. One of them was Johnson & Johnson. Another was a, a medical device company. And I started my own firm. And um, I, For the purpose I, of helping them with marketing strategy, strategies and things or – Everything from marketing strategies. I also, I'm also a scientific writer, and I had a number of scientific writers work for, for me. So what people don't actually understand is the peer-reviewed journals and the scientific journals are actually uh, written at a very high level. And um, doctors don't have the time to go through them, and they don't – they actually, you know, not since they were in medical school, and maybe they didn't even have – um, some of that background. So we, we take that complicated uh, scientific data and vernacular and, and we, we put it into, I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, pretty charts and graphs with uh, easy to read <laughs> bullet points and, yes. and, and we write big headlines and things like that. And then, then the second version or the next rendition of that would be for a, a patient audience, you know, uh, whether it's a commercial or, or, or uh, writing information within uh, within the office practice. But I think what people need to know is that um, what a pharmaceutical or medical device company can and cannot say is basically based on two things and, and really two things only. It's based yes. on what they filed with the FDA, specifically in their phase three trials. Um, and it's also based on um, FDA uh, laws and regulations, um, and, you know, and SEC and stuff like that too, as well. But but that's basically you know it's based on the law and it's based on what you have filed with um, the FDA. Yes. So uh, and and then as my career aged, if you will, I ended up getting a reputation uh, more of a cleaner. And so when companies were kind of between a rock and a hard place, or even in their foxhole, they were um, their marketing teams were going renegade, um, and they were at high risk for being fined, or they were just failing. Um, so either you know teams were going to be dissolved, or or they you know they they these fines were talking about hundreds of millions, if not a billion dollars. I mean, yes. the biggest fine I've ever seen, which I did not work on, um, but I, I did follow closely the the case, was uh, Neurotin, which was a four billion dollar fine to Park Davis. Afterwards. Oh my! Afterwards, Pfizer acquired them. So, so you called yourself a cleaner. Now you know that, yeah. that, that's a kind of an interesting uh, term because in, in you know in other environments that would be somebody who cleans up the mess. And now basically, in a way, you're you identified as that because you were a go to person to help them. Uh, get out of uh, uncomfortable positions that they had or their employees had put them in. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, you could take it to an even uh, the next step, which is that um, I actually would uh, unroute some people that were um, either grossly un- incompetent or unethical in the companies too. My. Yeah. So I, I did not give myself that nickname. No, Someone but- <laughs> else did. <laughs> I think that's very telling. But here, let's step back again here. You have a relationship with the Lord. 
Oh, oh, so yeah, I do. I, I mean, I, I, my, my son and I were baptized together uh, about, it was, I think, seven, seven or eight years ago, and uh, it was, it, I was, what a blessing to have uh, your your nine year old son say to you, "Mommy, let's get baptized together." Oh, uh, and I was raised Episcopalian. My son also um, was going to Calvary, but he's also going to my mother's church. He was, he was an Episcopal. He's, you know, was doing Episcopalian sure. uh, too. But yeah, so we were baptized together, and um, um, I, and it was actually 2011. So what happened was I my I was going through a very difficult divorce. I was going my I found a lot of people that had been working for me were betraying me at a at a level of corporate sabotage and oh um, and I, I t- dissolved everything and you know including my marriage and I and I and I was driving around once in Carlsbad and I just needed to get in front of the Lord in front of in front of a cross and I went to North Coast Calvary Chapel you yes. know, pa- Pastor Foreman was there and and um, I had I had a, a wonderful career you know people were envious of me I mean I had a seven figure company I had the you know seven figure house multiple cars and and I was miserable because I realized I lived I I built my life and my marriage and my career away from the Lord and yes. that was uh, uh, it, it was empty. It yes. was I was completely empty. Well, let me ask you a question here because it's going to set the stage for the next uh, segment and beyond. So he, you've been you're in a, you have been in a, a high profile position with Fortune 500 pharmaceuticals and biotech kind of people. Yes, and you're in there to help them make sure things go appropriately. And then you began hearing some things and uh, and especially about the current vaccination thing going on and you know some my listening friend who we're talking about as far as some of the companies for, for whom you worked and have worked in the past i have worked in the past yeah so 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 you began seeing a, a inconsistency between the things that they were espousing and the things that were really happening and the research is that accurate uh, well, when they announced that they were going to be coming up with a vaccine, um, I knew it was going to happen in March of last year. But when they, uh, you know, I think they announced the vaccine development in June or September. I don't remember. Yep. Um, but then the vac- they announced the vaccine was going to be ready to roll out the end of December. And I, um, my jaw dropped because I thought best case scenario based on the processes, the right, uh, research, clinical, the research yeah, process, the yeah. ethical research processes to mitigate risk and to not put Americans at unnecessary harm, best case scenario, they would be announcing in January of 2023 when they would be rolling out the vaccine. Oh so I was very shocked by the um, the speed at, at Operation Warp Speed. And mind you, I know people that were on the teams at the White yes. House at Operation yes. Warp Speed as well. So um, I was... Very, very shocked by that information. Well, we're going to take this and we're going to extrapolate from this because, so, you know, Bible talks about pe- people that have God- godly conscience and they hear and they do- obey him. My listening friend, there are a lot of things that are happening right now that if you have a godly conscience and you do due diligence, you're going to discover some things about the things that are being said uh, pharmaceutically that you have to at least question. And so Karen um, Kingston has questioned those and she has done research. We're going to share some of that research that she's come up against and it's mind-boggling and she's going to give you uh, specific uh, accounts of things as well because here's the thing. We want you to be educated and write now you're only getting a one-sided education and it's not truthful and we want to give you the other side of the equation you have an obligation to weigh and pray yourself and then move ahead or not move ahead but you're not getting the full story so karen kingston and i are going to give you a fuller story when we come right back this is come together san diego the live local show on k praise 
More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends. I am here in the studio, but I'm not alone. I have with me Karen Kingston. She's the president and founder of Veritage. Veritage. Veritage, yes. Veritage. I said that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she is really uh, proficient in understanding the strategies of marketing, particularly in the biotech and the pharmaceutical fields. Mm -hmm. And she has been called upon by many of the Fortune 500 peeps, or at least a number of them, uh, to uh, try to keep them out of hot water. And then she she began to realize that this, this current what they're calling vaccine, uh, didn't have the proper due diligence in the background, she felt. But when she dug into it, she realized this is something that needs to have somebody making a stand for the people that are being impacted that may not know the whole truth. Did I summarize that okay? Absolutely. Um, You you mentioned before that people were not being told the truth. I mean, I I would say it's gone to a a much a much uh, deeper level than that, that people have been betrayed. We've been betrayed by our government officials yes. and our healthcare officials. And uh, just to get some context to, uh, originally I was alarmed regarding um, the accelerated um, marketing and commercialization of these vaccines. Uh, be, I have never worked under an emergency use authorization product before. So I did start researching that back uh, last year. And I understood that this was able to be brought to market because they um, skipped a lot of the safety um, Because measures. of an emergency, yeah. which they called the COVID exactly. The emergency. Exactly. So um, it didn't seem uh, didn't seem that nefarious. It seemed um, not, uh, it seemed like a bad idea. It appeared to be a risky idea, but it didn't seem, uh, you know, in and of itself um, as, you know, evil. Let's just put it that way. And and originally they started vaccinating people that were 75 and, and older and um, 85 and older. And people 85 and older have actually a thirty a 13% risk uh, of dying just by, by their age. And, and and so it seemed like, okay, well, they're, they're being logical in the rollout of this and, and who they're going to be, um, quote unquote, vaccinating right. with this emergency use. But then... But then... Um, when they announced that they were um, going to inject children with this uh, and go forward with the approval for 12 to 15 year olds and initiate the studies in in babies as young as, as six months old, oh um, all I can say this was um, it, it, I'm going to read the scripture. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, this was not a intellectual decision by any um, means at all. Um, I felt like there was literally chains that were wrapped around my heart in a sense. And uh, the the scripture that describes it is is Mark uh, Mark nine forty two. Uh, if anyone causes one of these little ones, so anyone who causes a child, those who believe in me to stumble. It would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It oh is my. better that you enter life. It is better that you enter life maimed than with um, than with two hands to go into hell. That's that's a hefty scripture. It Karen, is. That is a hefty scripture. And what you were seeing is you were seeing them in your estimation irresponsibly uh, vac- uh, encourage vaccines for children upwards and. <clears throat> the results that you've researched kind of support your your uh, restraint about that, and you've decided to be bold as a lion and share things that you've discovered. 
How would you like to take it from here? There's about yeah, five so, or six minutes left. In the so Senate. the reason why I was so alarmed when they went after children is because, you know, anyone that was following the news, we were told during 2020 at first to be, you know, even though children didn't get sick um, as of June of this year, I think there was a, a 300 children, sadly, that had died with COVID-19. None of them died from COVID-19. Uh, those I'll 300 say that children, again. That's an important distinction it, yeah, they, with with COVID-19, not from COVID-19. If you look into the cases of those children, many of them were sadly very ill with advanced stage four cancers, rare forms of leukemia. Some of them did have um, uncontrolled type one diabetes and, you know, had, you know, went into a coma from hypoglycemia. So these children were very sick and that's very sad, but they died with COVID, not from COVID. But we were told in 2020 that we had to be scared that if our children got sick, the um, spike protein could get into their body, sneak under their inflammatory immune response, the innate immune response, and six to 10 to ten weeks later cause what's called Kawasaki syndrome, otherwise known as multi-inflammatory syndrome in children. So when I was told we're making a synthetic mRNA, we're going to inject uh, children with the code into their cells, into their T cells to then produce billions and trillions of spike protein within their body and it's going to not trigger a, an inflammatory response and be covered up by your uh, adaptive immune response. I was like, that sounds like a formula for death for these children. Oh it sounds like a horrible horrible idea. And all the studies showed that you do not treat children for any disease, but specifically for COVID. There's a number of peer-reviewed studies that said children need a very different clinical approach in regards to a mitigation strategy if we believe that they were at risk for illness or death, which they're not. And the other thing that was alarming, when you look at the numbers of children that died with COVID, again, not from COVID, and you take a look at the infections that were occurring, um, children um, did not contract nor infect others. At the most, uh, they had like a two. Per- if they ever contracted it, they had a two percent risk of infecting another person. So they actually act as buffers for this to help actually eradicate the virus. So statistically and clinically speaking, it is impossible to create a vaccine that was going to be more effective or more safe than their natural, natural immune system. system. The it's, antibodies, it's, nat, the natural antibodies. Their natural, they, not even their antibodies, their saliva kills it. It doesn't get past their upper respiratory system. It doesn't get past their nasopharynx. It, it doesn't get into their, their, their lungs and their pulmonary system. Um, and if it does, they annihilate it, but they annihilate it before then. Children on average have like 12 colds a year. You have 150 <laughs> colds. Coronavirus makes up 30% of colds. So you have 50 coronaviruses in your lifetime, mostly between childhood and early adulthood, that you fight off yeah, and, perfectly and, and, well. And this coronavirus is not a new thing. I mean, it's been it's a long time. It's just this strain. Well... Come on. That's the story that we were told. Yes. So coronavirus, we were told that this was a zoonic mutation of a coronavirus, but that was a lie. This was, this was, this, the coronavirus was actually invented and patented um, by the, you know, National Institutes of Health and in collaboration with a number of other universities with research with um, the Chinese Communist Party universities, as well as with, um, you're going to hear this name, I think, in the future, University of North Carolina, Professor Ralph Barrick. He is known as the godfather of coronavirus. So 
oh, he my. invented the synthetic mRNA coronaviruses, more than one, many of them. He also has a patent on the diagnostics. Um, so, and he also has a patent on not just vaccines, but also on um, other therapeutics as well. Oh, my. And um, the NIH has given uh, Dr. Ralph Barrick over $111 million for this gain-of-function chimeric um, viral wep- you know, weaponization of viruses um, since 2006 or 2004 through to today. Over $100 million, $111 million of American taxpayers' uh, money has gone to the um, chimeric weaponization of viruses. My, my. We're going we, to be delving into this. My listening friend, I hope you're paying attention to the words that Karen uh, Kingston is saying. These are vital words. You need to pay attention. And th- th- there are ulterior motives going on here, and she's going to uncover and discover some of these as we go through our conversations. But my listening friend, it is imperative that God's kids— uh, can comprehend the things that are going on. There's a scripture that I use in 2 Timothy. It says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, God wants us to be accountable to him, uh, be a workman unto God, unto God. And so, in other words, I'm not doing this to make myself or my uh, or, or my career Blossom. I'm doing this because God told me to do it, and he says rightly dividing the word of truth. There are lots of things of people saying the truth, oh, this is the truth, this is the truth, but a lot of those things are not even rightly divided. At best, there's a nuance of truth, and that's how the enemy, Hasatan, as they say, uses this. Did God really say this, or does does sound science really say this? You know, and so so we really need to ask the questions, but here's the deal, my friend. We, are our responsibility before God is to dig into these things before we say yes or no on things because it's vital and nobody can take, say, you know, I'm standing in for this person who made that decision in, in, in the heavenlies when they're talking to God. No, everybody's responsible for their own decisions. So Karen and I feel like it's important to communicate the broader truth so you can say yes or no by having all the facts instead of just some uh, nuanced facts that support a pharmacy or pharmaceutical. We're going to talk. Is that okay if we talk more about that in the next segments? Absolutely, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I guess you can tell I've got a lady here who's she's got a big brain. She's got a big <laughs> brain, and she and God is using her to make a stand for things that really count. A lot of us just don't know exactly where to start on this. She's dug in, and she has some facts and news that she is going to share with us, and it's going to be our responsibility to weigh and pray and act accordingly. When Karen Kingston and Kaz come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hi, San Diego. This is Pastor Larry Peltier of Beach Chapel, Encinitas. Lord, we pray for grace and favor for all of San Diego, all those who are homeless, who are sick, who need help. We just thank you, God. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and Karen Kingston, hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I, I don't mean to treat uh, this lightly because this is a hefty uh, topic, but you kind of have to 
smile a little bit because we know the creator of all things has a bigger plan in store. And his kids, that's you and I, my friend, have an obligation to understand what is really the depth of truth and also make our stands accordingly because people need to hear about that. And so Karen Kingston, president and founder of Veritage, is uh, here with me, and she is sharing some insights that she has been given. She is a very smart person dealing with the... uh, uh, you know, the the uh, biotech and b- pharmaceutical and things like that. And she pays close attention. She pays close attention. So one of the things, Karen, you, you and I were talking about before the break, we talked about the energy uh, emergency youth authorization and things like that yes. and how that can and may go awry. Tell, give us a little bit of history on that like we talked about during the break. Sure. So the emergency use authorization has, has actually been around for decades. I, I don't recall the exact year it was added to the um, FDA, F- Federal Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act. Um, it's Section 564, by the way. But what happened um, is under the Obama in- administration, there were two acts that were passed um, under Obama through our Congress. One was the Popper Act in 2013 and then the CARES Act in 2016. That was December 2016. And what happened was under emergency use authorization, they threw out um, many of the um, risk mitigation strategies that were in there. So let me tell you what some of those were. Um, one of them was that you didn't have to complete preclinical trials. So you didn't have to complete animal studies before you went to what's called first-in-human trials. Yeah. Um, so just an FYI, when Pfizer started their human trials and started injecting pregnant women, they had signed a letter of intent to complete um, the pregnancy trials in rats. So that's one of the things that they, that they could skip. Another thing that they could skip was good manufacturing practices, consumer good manufacturing practices. So that includes inspection of the manufacturing facilities. Um, for agents like this, biological agents you, that would have uh, their own labs, they're supposed to do a quality control check of the vaccines that they develop, what they're calling vaccines. These are gene therapies um, to make sure that they're, they're not toxic. So they, they'll do their own um, uh, in vitro studies to make sure that the, you know, that, that what they're formulating doesn't have, um, a toxic effect on cells. Um, so that's also thrown out. And people might want to know that in the Pfizer phase um, three filing with the FDA, if you go to the consumer um, manufacturing page to see, you know, what's in the vaccines, where they're being manufactured, a good portion of it is redacted. And that's all allowed. Uh, another thing that's alarming is that under its section 2034 under the CARES Act is that um, through our Congress, they waived informed consent. So you did not have to be informed. Say that again. They, that, that is crucial. It's crucial. Well, so is an animal trial before you inject yeah. humans. But informed consent is absolutely crucial. So they waived informed consent. Um, and the other thing, too, that was in there is that they didn't have to prove that a drug or, or a biological agent was effective. They added a clause that was, quote, unquote, may be effective. Another thing your listeners might want to know, and this is true of all the vaccines, but specifically in Pfizer, the 95% efficacy doesn't mean that 95 out of 100 people aren't going to get infected once you're vaccinated. It means that if you're vaccinated versus someone who's not vaccinated, a week after you receive your second dose, 95% people have a 1% less chance of getting infected. 
it didn't prove any clinical significance. You just decrease your risk from getting infected. By 1%? By 1%. It's actually 0.88%, I believe. Um, And so if Moderna was 94% effective, it's the same thing. Um, what, What really set me off was when they said that the vaccine in children was 100% effective. So that's just a bogus claim. You can never say that. You've never been able to say that. If anyone ever said that before this time, we would be shut down and fined. 100% effective means cured. But what they meant by that was that you have a 100% chance of reducing your risk by about 1%. So we were truly lied to. But, but the point here is Americans, we... As this is actually Pastor Foreman. Pastor Foreman gave many sermons at North Coast, and one that always stuck with me, he said, love is not just words, it's also action. Come on. And if we love our country, okay, if we truly love our country and love our liberties and love our freedom and have hope and faith in the posterity of our, ch- of our country and our children and our children's children, then we need to get involved. Get involved not just at the local level, but also make darn sure you know what bills Congress is passing. They yes. passed a law that violates the Nuremberg Code. It, it, they passed a law that allowed for crimes against humanity, crimes against Americans and our children. We allowed that to happen because we've been asleep at the wheel. So if you love this country, as Mark Foreman has said, love is not words. It is also action. action. Come on. You know, I'll tell you what, my eyes are wide open on on this, Karen. And one of the phrases that you use is it it is allowed to to present this without informed consent. So a lot of time, I mean, if people knew, you know, I'm not... My personal opinion is do not, do not, do not take the vaccination because no. there's ulterior motives tied to it. Uh, but but the whole idea that the whole privilege of having informed consent goes away, I, uh, th- that's uh, heinous, especially if somebody has ulterior motives. My listening friend, here's the deal. We have trusted, you know, America and Americans, we're pretty trustworthy people, especially the uh, Judeo-Christian communities. We are. And so we, we trust our doctors. We trust our pharmacists. We trust our educators. We trust our politicians whom we put into place to, to speak our desires. Uh, we even entrust people in the, the, Christian biblical community, uh, and just because they, you know, they have these big letters behind their name, we go, okay, well, these guys are trustworthy so, as well. The Bible says, I gave you the scripture in Second Timothy, study to show yourself approved unto God. So these, these people are not accountable for you and your actions. You are. And my, my, Believing friends, we have been asleep at the switch for decades, and people who have ulterior motives are taking the switch on a number of different areas. Education is one. Pharmaceutical is one. Of course, the medical community is one. Biotech uh, uh, and government and things like that. Are you realizing what's going on here? And it's disconcerting that they took advantage of a vaccine or a virus to use this to usher in all these things. So Karen, I'm blown away, and especially the whole idea about having waived the informed consent. Uh, That blows my mind. Well, one other thing people were not informed of is... um the, the informed concern was was waived, and then um, I think it's Title Code 21, Section 81419, which says that if a medical device is not disclosed to, is not of public purview, it's not part of the public domain, it doesn't need to be disclosed to people, 
um, publicly, right? So, so it, until it's FDA approved. Now, I pulled the patent. This is the world patent for the Moderna and I uh, Moderna NIH patent, which covers both the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines. It's world patent 2020 160397. I'm going to read something to you that's quite alarming. In section 002, it says, um, this present disclosure provides novel methods of producing nucleic acid lipid nanoparticle formulations, LNPs. You're going to be hearing a lot of these over the next few weeks. The production and formulation thereof and the related therapeutic and diagnostic uses. So this is a theranostic. It means it's both a therapeutic and a diagnostic. What is a diagnostic? A diagnostic is a medical device. A diagnostic also collects information and then transmits information to an outside device. Well, you're saying so this is not the definition of a vaccine. This is the definition of a, it's a vaccine. No, first of all, it's not a vaccine. It's, it's modified ribonucleic acid. It's a modified gene therapy. Gene therapy. It's a modified gene therapy that is encapsulated in a lipid nanoparticle biosphere that has addition additional features to it which i have the other um oh patents that tell you that that it is also an advanced technology and diagnostic device americans were not informed that they were injected with synthetic gene therapy and you were injected if you got the injection with an advanced technology diagnostic advice uh, device that can communicate information outside your body to an external device. And that's covered under this patent, which was just filed in July of last year, July 7th, U.S. patent 10703789 um, by Moderna for um, modified nucleotides for the production of secreted proteins. In the abstract, it, it describes exactly what's in there. We're going to talk. Can we talk about that after the break? Yeah. Uh, my friend, are you paying attention to what Karen is saying? You see the patents right here. She's, she's brought in all these different patents <laughs> and all this paperwork that I have underlined and underscored things because I'll tell you what, she has done due diligence. And I'm not asking you to believe her. I'm asking you to weigh what she said, dig into it yourself, because ultimately you have to make your stand on what God instructs you on. She's giving you specific places and page numbers and section numbers and article numbers. So my listening friend, we're going to talk more about this, but I don't want you just sitting around with your hands underneath your buttocks and going, well, somebody else will take care of it. No, the answer is Y-O-U and N-O-W now. So Karen and I are going to talk more about this when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. I knew this was going to be an incendiary interview and topic because a lot of you, in good faith, have taken the jab because, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to the grocery store and, and, and using my wife telling me to use coupons. So when she sends me to the store, she says, pay attention to the coupons. Up above in this, in this, this flyer, there's a coupon that says, um, we will give you a discount, a coupon discount when you, ta- when you take a vaccine. When you take the vaccine, you can have a discount of up to $200 worth in, uh, in food items because you've been uh, conscientious about 
about taking the vaccine. And it just blew my mind, the things that are going on in this nation. And, you know, you can listen on to uh, any broadcast and in key places in commercials and things like that. It's, you know, you must be responsible and take this vaccine. If people really knew what was going on here, you could have con- informed consent and you may make a stand like uh, I have chosen to do and obviously like Karen has chosen to do as well. We're talking with Karen Kingston. She's the president and founder of Veritage and, and so, so many other things, and she is uh, knowledgeable in these things because she has worked with Fortune 500 uh, pharmaceuticals and biotech companies, and we're just scratching the surface of things here. So I want you to pay close attention. But let's say you have gone, gone ahead and you thought you you know you thought you were being responsible, and you've taken this thing, and you begin to find out after the fact that maybe you shouldn't have. I'm going to tell you right now that there is some scriptural reference for those who are love the Lord, that God can intervene in the thick of these things. But if you don't have the Lord and to entrust him to intervene on behalf of these things, you need to pay close attention because you could be in dire straits. And I'm just saying that because I care for my listeners and I want you to be informed. You make up your own mind. But if you're not being informed or they've been able to uh, waive uh, informed consent, what you think is informed consent isn't really full blast informed consent. So where would you like to take it from here, Karen? Uh, well, where I guess where I'll take it from, from here in regards to informed consent, uh, it's it's impossible for anyone to have gotten informed consent because uh, the CDC and the FDA on their, on their websites, they simply say this is safe and effective. You're not allowed to say that about FDA approved products. You have to give what's called, um, in, you know, a fair balance. You have to let people know what the side effects are. But, uh, they're, so, but they're, not, they're not doing that. They're not doing that. They're not even telling them accurately what's in it. So the healthcare providers on the healthcare provider fact sheets, they weren't even given the ingredients. If you ask a, a nurse or a doctor what's in it, they can't answer that question. They don't know. Um, they don't know that this contains... Uh, for lipid um, biosphere delivery system. They don't know that this can, you know, the synthetic mRNA and how it works. They they don't. They were never given the ingredients. And then the other thing is they weren't told, you're supposed to be told all of the side effects, um, which would include um, heart inflammation, heart attack, um, anemia, so wiping out of your platelets, um, risk for death, increased risk for cancer, um, risk of infertility, high risk for miscarriages and, and spontaneous abortions and stillbirth. Um, the other thing they weren't told is what this is and what it is. It falls under um, a document that the FDA put out in August 2015 called Design and Analysis of Shedding um, Studies for Virus-Based Gene Therapy Products, okay? And this is a virus-based gene therapy product. By definition, in this document, what it says is that if you create a synthetic um, uh code like mRNA and you inject which is it, patentable which is which has which was patented by our government and by UNC and, and a number of different um, players in this in this space but uh, according to this document from the FDA if you inject um, a synthetic RNA into someone's body and then that produces out of their body a biological um, G, uh, g- genetic component of virion particle such as a spike protein then that is a virus-based gene therapy and what shedding is there's two things that they talk about what that causes is one thing called progeny so progeny is once that mrna goes into your body it produces a spike protein something that's called pathogenic that spike protein is harmful to you it causes inflammation it causes disease that's what pathogenic means 
The second thing it talks about is shedding. Shedding is a way of transmission of this now that you've created in yourself, this spike protein, this harmful spike protein, you can now transmit it to someone else through dermal contact, through airborne contact. Um, it can be found throughout your different bodily fluids. Um, there is a case in VARES, which is so sad. It's a five-month-old baby boy who was infected with the spike protein after his mother um, got her second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Um, and he died um, from from breastfeeding with her from what's called oh throm- thrombosis and thrombocytopenia. So his all of his platelets were initially wiped out, and then he had blood clots throughout his entire body. Five month old baby oh my, boy. My 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 listening friend. Here here's the deal. One of the things that you, you know, I walk around and I look into the stores and things like that. Many many people are still wearing the masks thing, thinking that's going to help. Or many many people are. Uh, uh, responding to go get the you know go get go get the vaccine because it's it's the responsible thing to do one of the things that you think is an emergency because everything you you, karen you talked about this as well a lot of things are are they're they're tied to covid but they're not covid caused what was the terminology you used uh like for example did they they had COVID. Oh, with. I just uh, said with COVID. With COVID yeah. instead of Yeah, co- well, yeah, well, or I say like the numbers that we're looking at, like whatever, 600,000, whatever, those are not actual COVID deaths. Those are conflated numbers, okay? Be- because, yeah. because, and, you know, you could have had, you could have had the COVID and it pa- passed or you have a mild case of it. And, and so, but the medical community is, uh, rewarded for identifying things as covid uh caused and so you're getting but this financial of incentives are uh, insane right so show me an incentive i'll show you an outcome and i never really i never understood the scripture about the love of money being the root of all evil and and honestly until i started looking oh into what was going on here where um you know people it, were incentivized and were willing to to lie, were willing to um, walk away from their Hippocratic oath to do no harm in order to make money. Um, all, and scientific researchers, government officials were willing to violate, um, they took an oath to uphold the Constitution and they're violating constitutional laws and inflicting harm on American people, harm and suffering and taking away our rights and our liberties under the Constitution because of financial incentives. So uh, again, I, that scripture never never really rung true to me. I never really understood it until until these days. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, I've talked, you know, with nurses and doctors and things like that. It seems like a lot of them, uh, they put their faith in the pharmaceutical organizations who say, here's what the research is, and they just blatantly believe them, and so that they're basically espousing the things that the pharmaceuticals and other People, have, other people have said without actually doing the due diligence themselves, and they are becoming responsible for causing people to make that error. And a lot of these people, like you, they've seen the light and they make they make their stands, but they are being belittled and uh, castigated uh, and, and taken out of communications in many ways. Yeah, but I mean, who? I mean, who cares? If well, but I, I, if I, <laughs> well, but if I'm a medical professional, like if I'm a nurse or a practitioner or even a doctor, and the pharmaceutical company who I, whom I have trusted are saying these things, and all of a sudden I realize they're lying, I'm in a very 
precarious place. So here's a couple of things. When as a Christian, we take, I, I took an oath, right? I did. When I was, when I, when I was, you know, gave my life over to Jesus again, I took an oath to uphold the truth, shed light on God's truth and to protect all of God's children. And I would think a healthcare professional to do as well. But the other thing that we can do in life is we can either suffer or we're going to suffer. You, but you can suffer or you can actually make a sacrifice, a sacrifice to what God is calling you to do. Okay. And that does involve suffering as well, but you're doing it upon God's calling, yes. upon God's will. And yes. so what I would say is have enough courage, have enough. You don't have to have courage, have faith in God. So you make a sacrifice. Tell your employer they don't have authority over your body. Tell the schools they don't have authority over your child's body or child's health. God has authority over you. And so you make a sacrifice. You may lose your job. You may not have some of the comforts of this material world that you want and that you enjoy. But gosh darn it, God will take care of you, you know, and you are going to suffer, but you will be rewarded, yes. you know, in the end because you will have a clean soul and a conscience. And yes. Jesus died on the cross, you know, for us yes. to ensure that we have a, a beautiful life, an abundant life here on earth, but also in the, but in the afterlife. Yes. So choose to sacrifice instead of, you're going to suffer either way. You can suffer at the hands of evil or you can make a sacrifice and own that. And, and maybe then, lose and then a move job, but make and a then, stand. And then move forward fearlessly. Do what Abraham did. Mourn your loss. Mourn your loss because God is calling you to do the right thing and then move forward without fear. Yes. I'm just seeing a lot of people in good conscience, but their, their conscience has been seared a bit. They, they are in the medical community and they're they're saying well because people whom we entrust like the pharmaceuticals or our doctor or the lead of this organization is saying to do it we're in good conscience we're going to be doing that and they haven't even known to dig more deeply than what people are telling them and now I think they're beginning to see uh, that they're making some mistakes we're going to talk about that because this is pivotal right now there are a lot of people in the um, the uh, pharmaceutical or healthcare communities that have in all innocence said no it's okay to take it and because they've been lied to now they're beginning to realize that it's deeper than that we're going to talk about that because my listening friend we are all accountable for our actions yes. and we're going to talk about what that means from a biblical standpoint but also a legal standpoint when um, Karen Kingston and Kaz come right back this is come together San Diego the live local show on K praise more Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ San Marcos Poway and K29CR Encinitas. FM 106.1 North County. AM 1210 San Diego. K-Praise. Time to get off your couch and back to church. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Can you believe the first hour has already gone away? If you've got a notepad, it's probably sizzling, taking notes on the things that uh, my co-host and guest, Karen Kingston, president and founder of Veritage, she's been uh, laying it on us. And our last portion of the last hour, we were talking about healthcare professionals. And I can have com- great compassion for those of you who are in the healthcare industry in one way or another, because, you know, we, we want to do our job. We want to work for our um employer and we want to do due diligence with that but what happens when we begin seeing things uh, happen and hearing facts extraneously from what we are being told at work or around work and they violate the things that you are told at work what do you do and my friends many of you uh, either have people in the in that industry or are in that industry and my especially for those who believe in the lord and uh 
Uh, You look in the mirror and you go, I'm faced with a decision to make here. Do I have enough information to make my stand? Well, that's why we we have uh, Karen uh, Kingston with us to to help along with that. But my encouragement to you is God has a plan for you, and part of the plan is for you to help other people discover the truth and introduce them to the truth teller, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ, and then he will be with you as you make a stand. So, Karen, I know you may want to talk a little bit more about uh, helping people walk through this. There are some people that are in just kind of the mid-ground. They they are getting a sense that maybe they're not getting the whole story, but they don't know where to go to find it out because every place that they look, uh, it has either a whitewashed uh, semi-truth or things that are blatant lies. What, what do you recommend to dig into? Where do they find the information, or what can you tell them right now, Karen? Uh, well, so before I go into that, I, what you were saying before with the healthcare yes. professionals, um, this is a this is a, a heavy burden to take on when it you is. actually understand the truth. As I just told you during the break, when I found the patent and I found the studies that were done um, underneath the patent. And I saw the um, evil that was brought upon the world and the pain and suffering um, that this can bring upon people, these these injections. I, I didn't know a woman, I, and I, I mean this sincerely, I didn't know a woman could cry as hard as I cried. Um, so to understand um, if you were a healthcare provider and that um, – you know, you, you took an oath to do no harm and, and um, you, you potentially engaged in, in, in something that, that harms um, not, not just elderly adults, but young, healthy adults, adults of childbearing age, and even in children. I, I, I want you to know that we were all betrayed. You were not the only one that was betrayed. Um, before, um, before he destroys, he deceives. Um, and we're talking about, the, you know, Satan. Um, and, and so... Um, everyone was betrayed, and 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 through um, the sacrifice of 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 Jesus and His resurrection, though we have forgiveness and we have redemption. Yes. Um. And I I want people to know that that um when you come to a realization of um the evil that's been brought upon the world and how all of us at some level were engaged in it, uh, there's going to be a very deep hole, um, a void um, that that I, I want you to know can be filled with God's love. Yes. And, and, and that's what's really important. So, And the solutions just, can be found in God and God's love as well. I mean, that's the great thing. I, 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 we don't have time uh, this episode, but... Um, there, there is a, a product in, in, in vaccines that, that is a, a conductor of electromagnetic field, and and, and God um, naturally provided this 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 product to us on Earth, and now it can be synthetically synthetically made to to match up uh, to, to neutralize one of these toxic agents. Oh so praise God! I mean, every, uh, God gives us everything that we need to to live a a, a healthy and abundant life, uh, even and to defeat the enemy. Yes. Um, we just have to step into His. his the power of his love and the power of his grace and, and the truth. So exactly. Amen. So one of the things that you know struck me as I was praying and weighing about this is, you know, the, my doctor friends or people who are in the medical community, they have embraced the Hippocratic oath. Yes. Which is do no harm. Yes. And it's turning into a Hippocratic oath be, yes. because they're beginning to realize that. They may be perpetrators of things that do not, that are seeing harm for people. And my listening friend, if you are in the medical community, uh, Karen's given you some information and statistics to help you get out of it and make your stand. It may cost a job, but it could save lives. 
Mm-hmm. And those of you who have done that and, and that are that are not in the medical community, God has a solution for you to, as well. We're going to walk through these things as Karen and I continue. Where would you like to take this well, now? Sure. I mean, one thing let's talk about is the serious adverse events from these injections. Why don't you? Um, so, I mean, one of the things that Rochelle Walensky has spoken about is myocarditis. And then she says, oh, it's mild myocarditis. There's no such thing as mild myocarditis. It's inflammation of your heart. Um, you know, and there's pericarditis, which is inflammation of, of the heart sac. And, and, and it, it's debilitating. It takes, it can take years or decades off of these children's lives. It takes their quality of and life away. this is away. what this vaccine is, is, is causing. Yeah, causing. And it's been, you know, and they, and they confessed it. And, and keep in mind, October 20th of 2020, the FDA knew darn well they had a meeting regarding these specific mRNA vaccines saying we have to be the lookout for uh, Gil-Barr, which is, you know, a, a neurological disorder, inflammation of the spine, inflammation of the heart, inflammation of, of the brain, um, um, thrombocytopenia, wiping out of your platelets, uh, thrombosis, blood coagulation, blood clots throughout the entire body, uh, stroke, uh, death, um, miscarriages. So they knew darn well what the side effects were of this vaccine. And under the EUA, though, they're supposed to say it's supposed to have a minimal risk to humans. Yes. Um, and that they, they move forward with this in violation of the EUA that way. Because, you know, I, I say heart inflammation, especially in children and anybody, but, um, you know, death and, and par- par- paralysis, um, having constant fatigue, which, you know, which is caused by inflammation of, of the spine and stuff, that is not minimal risk to people. But let's go back to the myocarditis. Um, Walensky came out at the beginning of June saying that, well, it's like one in 25,000 chance. And if you take a look at their, um, you know, if we vaccinate a million children, then uh, the risk benefit is better for them to be vaccinated and have the risk of getting COVID. Well, if Say that tra- again. Say that she again. She said that the risk of vaccinating a child for them to get myocarditis is one in 25,000. But if you took a, at the risk of them getting COVID and hospitalized, um, the numbers worked out. That's a bunch of huicky, okay? Because I, I, when I ran the numbers, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe there's 73 million children um, under the age of 18 in America, and there are only 300 deaths Um, So if you do nothing and you have a child that has multiple comorbid conditions, their chance of dying is one in 2.5 million. And the one in 25,000, we know that's at least one in 2,500, and it's probably more like one in 250, okay? So you're looking at a 0.4% chance of your child getting a heart attack and potentially dying, or at least- If they did nothing? No, if they got injected. If they get injected. Or they have a one in really probably 5 million chance of something happening to them if you do nothing. If you do nothing. So 0.4%. They no longer play sports. They're no longer active. Worst case scenario, they could potentially die. And here's something interesting. May 23rd was when they passed, um, they made it, um, authorized it for children ages 12 to 15. So, but then the first or second week of June in our local newspapers, Rady's Children's Hospital had eight children admitted with myocarditis. And I tried to run the numbers, but it's something like there was only best case scenario they could have vaccinated if they vaccinated like 50% of the kids something like 70,000 kids okay so eight that that's like one in 10,000 okay that is a huge risk yeah. a huge risk and, and but that but that number wasn't even reasonable it was closer to almost a full percentage right. of children that were injected were hospitalized after being injected and the other thing people need to know is there's this bogus information going out there saying that fully vaccinated people who are hospitalized with you know covid is only 2% or 5% and then there's 95 or 95% who are not fully vaccinated well what everyone needs to know is that in the clinical studies in the Mayo Clinic study that just came out 
out with over 600,000 um, uh, patients over five states. Many patients are, you know, a meaningful amount of patients, I should say, are hospitalized with a serious adverse event after one vaccine. Mm. And that serious adverse event could be heart inflammation, heart attack, stroke, thrombocytopenia. Here's the thing. They're not reporting it as a serious adverse event. They're reporting it as COVID-19 breakthrough. And they're doing the same thing with people who have a second shot. But yeah, so, the boosters, I mean, yeah, take another booster. That multiplies things. Well, then the boosters haven't even come out yet. And the booster is supposed to be come out in, in September. And so, again, those are going to do even more harm. Um, there is no there is no proven healthcare benefit to these uh, injections. A reduction in risk of 1% to get infected, not to save your life, a reduction in risk of 1% to get infected is not clinically no. significant. It can be statistically significant, but it's clinically meaningless. And oh I want people to understand that. And it's in the FDA filings. And they wrote it. Here's the thing. They wrote the protocol and the mathematical formulations in the IND, the initial new drug application. Yes. And then they presented the numbers in the phase three data. So you have to read both documents to run the numbers yourself uh-huh. to actually understand what that 95% meant. My, my, I'm, I'm glad that It was we, deceptive. Sorry. Uh, yes. I'm glad was, we have you Karen Kingston to help us decipher those numbers. We're going to decipher a few more numbers, but we're going to give you solutions to the challenges uh, in the remainder of this show. My listening friend, especially if you are a believer, we're going to give you some uh, encouraging words as to what God uh, thinks about you, but also the situation, and he's going to be calling you to make your stands more than ever before. We're in either the worst of times or the best of times, whichever side of the ledger you find yourself. We want you on God's side of the ledger because Things are bubbling, and God's kids are about ready to make our stand in significant ways to change the world for him. You know, Karen, you and I are going to talk more about these things when we come right back. (laughs) (laughs) This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Thank you. I appreciate that. My listening friend, uh, uh, we're being barraged with hefty information, and I hope your eyes are open and your heart is open too because your heart is going to play a big role in this. I don't mean uh, physically as far as a medical Point, but my the spiritual heart I'm talking about right now, Karen. Karen uh, Kingston is my co-host for this show. She's a president and founder of Veritage, and she's been uh, working intimately in the area of uh, of uh, biotech and also pharmaceuticals. So she has great things to share with us, eye-opening things. Um, but I, w- I want to just spend a little bit more time giving you the reason for your awareness, and then we're going to take a little bit of time. Uh, Karen, we're going to talk a little bit about the Nuremberg Code because, I mean, people will go, wasn't that something that happened after World War II that you did with the Nazi criminals? Yes, but it is pertinent for what's going on today. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But I want to end the, the show with giving people confidence that God is in control if they allow God to be in their control. So what why don't you you wanted to talk a little bit more I, I want to talk a little bit more about nanoparticles what, and, well the mRNA and the nanoparticles. Okay. So just give that to us. You know, we've just been telling people this isn't a vaccine. And the reason why it's not a vaccine is because um synthetic mRNA has tri- typically been used to treat cancers. And what that is is um 
ribonucleic acid. And what they do is they mix and match it with other viruses, either human viruses or non-human viruses. Um, and that creates the mRNA, the modified RNA. And it's a very unstable molecule. It usually needs to be um, somehow or another injected into cells and then injected into the host. Mm-hmm. And what they use it for is they create these literal monster synthetic viruses. Um, It's called chimeric gain-of-function viruses. Chimera was the demonic animal that was made of three creatures that um, was part of the Iliad, if you've read um, uh, the, you know, Iliad and Odyssey by Homer. And so uh, Homer describes her, uh, you know, as having... um, I, I, what, uh, she's part lion, part serpent, um, and part goat, and she breathes fire, and she is the bane of mankind's existence. So you're like, wow, that sounds scary. Why would they make this? Well, in theory, uh, they make these monster viruses because when they inject them into people who have very aggressive um, stage four cancers, these antigens, uh, the viruses attach to these cells, and they annihilate what they attach what, to. What you're telling me is these things... Um the the medical community uh, is aware of some of these when you when you blend different genes and and, and things like that from different animals yeah, the, and things yeah, like you, that. You'll go you'll go to a conference and they'll use herpes zoster as the basis and they'll add Ebola and they'll add some HIV glycoprotein and HIV gag protein and a little Zika virus and then they you know they inject it into the mice. They don't go straight to humans and and they go it's it's aggressively killing the cancer in the mice. Uh, we hope it doesn't kill the host, which is the, the little mice. And uh, we'll see if it continues to mutate. It's a very dangerous, a very dangerous, dangerous technology. And, and make no mistake, these scientists are playing God because uh, genetic code is mm. the code that God used to make us in His right, image in his, in and his perfectly. Yes, yeah, yes. in His and perfectly. Um, so, uh, as a Christian, I am very much against these what they're calling vaccines, but they're not vaccines because they do not cause um, an a, a, an innate immune response. They do not cause you to produce the antibodies. antibodies okay, yes. so that's why they're not a vaccine. But then, now let's talk about just coronaviruses in general. And even mRNA in general, even though I did describe them as being very powerful, when they, if they're not inside of a biosphere, they're very unstable. Right. We were told this last year. Remember, we were told sunlight kills it. Okay, eighty degree weather kills mm-hmm. it. Um, your saliva generally kills it. Um, my, going to the it, ocean. Going to the ocean <laughs> is the best place to be. Um, unfortunately, my family we have uh, we're genetically uh, predisposed uh, predisposed to have um, deviated septum. So you know, worst case scenario, you might get kind of a pretty bad mm-hmm. sinus infection, but it doesn't get into to your lower respiratory system. And even the uh, scientists at Moderna, what they said was, they joke saying, if you look at mRNA wrong, uh, it'll disintegrate. <laughs> so what they needed to do is they protect needed it. to create, protect it, exactly. They needed to create an environment that it could be protected in, okay? And they've created what I would refer to as a biosphere out of four lipids. But, but hang on, they yeah. needed to protect it so that it could get into the body and do what they wanted it to do. Exactly. It couldn't get into your body. It couldn't get into your immune system. Because unless- of our antibody system. Because... If you looked at it wrong, according to them, it would die. It just couldn't get yes. into our system, okay. okay? So they need to create what I would call a biosphere out of four lipids. And those four lipids that they use, one is cholesterol because our blood loves cholesterol. Like that'll help circulate it throughout your body. It includes um, a phospholipid. The phospholipid allows it to adhere to a cell membrane. Yes. And then there's an ionic lipid. That means it has a positive charge, so it allows it to penetrate into the cell membrane. And the last thing is a polyethylene 
polyethylene glycol lipid, okay? And that that um, is part of the protection. And there's a lot of evidence. It's pretty irrefutable to show that there's also some graphene oxide in, in yeah. this biosphere. Mm-hmm. And graphene oxide is 4,000 times stronger than titanium, okay? And it can withstand 1,700-degree Fahrenheit temperature. So we took this very unstable virus, if you will, whether it was um, man-made or whether it's in nature, um, and we and we they basically made it weaponized. End, it. They weaponized it and they made it indestructible. So something that we that when God made us in His image, we could easily combat on our own. Okay, um, and and keep in mind the infection fatality rate that um, Fauci said back in February last year for this was 0.1 percent, and 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 your infection rate is only around one per, 1.6 percent. Actually, it's not 20 percent if you do get in. Infected. So the number of deaths should be around just 5,000 that actually died from coronavirus. Guess what the number of deaths are in China, Kaz? I have no idea. Take a guess. I just gave you a big old hint. 20 gazillion. I have no idea. I have 5,000. No in, a, in a country of 1.4 billion people, according to the World Health Organization, the numbers of people who have died from coronavirus in China, from SARS-CoV-2, is 5,000. Because? Um, be, probably because they, they actually know. they actually accurate, accurately recorded what the numbers are. Yeah. What happened was we were terrified. Propaganda was oh, used um, to uh, make us terrified, um, and, and that's why they conflated all those numbers. And then our healthcare professionals um, were in, incentivized. The employers were sent incentivized. Um, also, to label every every death as COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen yeah. was the number three cause of death last year. That's insane. Pneumonia disappeared. Flu yeah, disappeared. Flu, yes. um, cardiac disease declined. The, the people who were dying because from they heart were attacks, crediting that to co- the COVID. Exactly. Exactly. They were crediting car accidents to COVID. Yes. yes. Um, and, and and they continue to do so. And now people who uh, unfortunately are having serious adverse events, hospitalizations, ICU visits, and deaths because of adverse events from the from the injections. They're saying it's COVID nineteen breakthrough. But uh, yeah, my 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 listen, yeah. friend. I I you know if you you know I've had faith in mankind for many years, and you have too. You know you believe the medical community, pharmaceutical community, your teachers and educators, and uh, those who are in government, whom you put into place. Uh, all and people, even in a church environment, we've had faith in these things, and we realize that people that have nefarious intentions are doing things to to further a desire that is a godless desire and it is i'll tell you what satan is real and he wants to he wants to take control of this world he does and dare you step into the possibility that these are the times that the enemy of god is trying to take away god's kids and take away our free will and in the united states take away our constitutional rights and things like that it's more than just a possibility all the 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 uh Facts seem to be building that way, and all you're getting when you try to access this and find out truth is lies, or our fact-checkers have told us that that's not true. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I need to let you know, my friends, what uh, God's solutions are, and I know this is uh, Karen's heart cry as well, because God does have solutions for this, but there are also, uh, you've got to, when if you do things uh, away from God, there, there's a price to pay for that as well. We want to talk a little bit about that, but there's good news as we continue this show when Karen and I come right back. 
You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, amen. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. I know there's a lot of news going on in the world today, you know, things in the Middle East and uh, Afghanistan and things like that. Many, many things are going on. And one of the vital things that's going on in the United States is what do we do uh, in the healthcare community? What do we do with the vaccines or not vaccines or pretend vaccines, whatever you want to call them? What do we do about that? And what do you as a believer do about that? We're going to spend a little bit of time in this segment talking about some of the ramifications that come from uh, being ignorant of the devices of the enemy, and there's there's a cost to be exacted tied to that. You need, to, I, in all good conscience, I need to share with those with you. But also in the last segment, where Karen and I are going to share with you some very good news about what God has planned for His kids who obey Him. And uh, this is uh, the, the the enemy's plans are to take God's kids down, and God's plans are to use the enemy's. Uh, overplaying his hand uh, against him, and I think that's what's happening right now. Don't you, Karen? I completely agree. I completely agree. <laughs> you know, we've been talking about when is the time we want to talk about the Nuremberg Code, and I think now now would be a good time. So let me just kind of jump in, and sure. you do color commentary on this because you know there's back in the mid 1900s, 1947. You know, post world the World War. And uh, the Nazis had been doing devious, terrible things, killing six million uh, Jews in the concentration camps Mm -hmm. and uh, untold numbers of Christians and others that uh, did not uh, embrace their doctrines. Mm -hmm. And um, the entire worldwide community got together, and uh, there were about uh, just a small handful of people whom they identified as being the chief perpetrators of this. And these people... uh, went through the Nuremberg trials, and there was a code established thereafter because of the heinous crimes to make sure this didn't happen again. This is, was called the Nuremberg Code, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'll let you jump in anytime you want, but the whole purpose behind this was to stop, you, you know, the things that the people were indoctrinated in, in Germany and other areas about, oh, it's okay for us to say this and do this because we're doing the greater good. And my friend, here's the thing that's going on in America and in other nations right now. A lot of people are thinking, okay, for us to defend the vaccination process and to do this, that is a higher calling than people saying, I'm not going to get the vaccination. You know, and so, I mean, and that multiplied in government, that and other things multiplied in the church environment, in the educational environment, has put the church uh, on our heels at best uh, because we have not made our stand because we, you know, like what was happening in Nazi Germany, the German people who were wholesome people by and large, they were sold the line that uh, this is actually for the greater good. Yeah, you're absolutely uh Correct, 100% correct on, on all of what you, you just said, and, and, and it's what's going on now. I mean, keep in mind that the way this, this happened was through 
through propaganda, okay, yes. and through fear-based, um, fear-based propaganda and terrorizing the German people. And, and something I think people don't realize is that the Jewish people were described as being diseased, as being um, actually carrying parasites. So um, the way that they were able to get people to um, uh, turn on them was to, to say that they were also infected. Um, so this has been done before, and, and now you're seeing the vaccinated, if you will, kind of try to turn on the unvaccinated. Exactly. And, and the masking turning on on the unmasking. Um, and what's alarming, though, is, is when you start seeing um, local government officials um, employers and schools um, start mandating yes. these vaccines or um, or incentivizing people to get vaccinated with bonuses. Yeah, like the coupon I talked about in the store. Yeah. Oh, but I, I mean, I've heard airlines offering th- multiple th- multiple thousands of dollars to pilots if they get vaccinated before they quote unquote mandate them. Yes. Um, so these are all forms of coercion, which, you know, if you read the Nuremberg Code, that's the first the first code that they talk about is that you have the right to informed consent. You have the right to accept or deny to be part of an experimental, um, you know, to, to, to be injected or, or you know, in, in, you know ha- take an experimental product. Yes. Um, you can discontinue the experiment at any time um, without any ramifications and, and without coercion. So all of these um, incentives and, um, and mandates are coercion. And make no mistake, justice will prevail. God's will will prevail. Um, so eventually people will be charged and um, held accountable, tried and, and, and punished in one way or another. Yes. I think the best thing that you can do right now um, as the truth is coming out um, and plausible deniability becomes less and less of a defense um, once you start realizing the harm of these injections um, is to come forward and speak out um, about what you have seen. Let's say you're a healthcare provider. I mean, I, I go to a local um, urgent care clinic just down in Encinitas and I've gone there a couple times, not for COVID or anything like that. Um, for some sinus infections and whatnot. And, and I'm, I'm a pretty disarming person. So without people really knowing who I am and just just talking because people were very stressed out about the vaccinated, um, many of the uh, nurses um, and um, primary care physicians were saying much of the cases that they were say- seeing recently, you know, yes. a good percentage, 25 to 30 percent a day are people who are suffering serious adverse events from the COVID-19 injections, but they're not speaking out. Yes. Um, um, so the best thing you can do right now is speak out and speak the truth to turn the ship around. Um, you know, some of the other things uh, in, in the, the, the Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code. Code. Yeah, I'm just reading yeah. it here. Okay. The, that, that was the first one about conf- Informed, informed consent, consent. Yeah. absolutely. But one of the things throughout this, you, you can pick up this, and that, that is uh, just because you were did not know, but you were following other people's directions, that does not make you uh, 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 blameless. Yeah, no, that does not make you blameless, and they and, the, and they're very clear on that. And I also want to make it very clear that the World Health Organization, um, I think, and CIOMS, I can't remember what that stands for right now, but they put together global guidelines, a 168-page document a few years ago that goes into much more detail about each one of these 10 yes. codes. Um, and, and they do talk about, like, look, um, your employer or even the quote-unquote law of the land, if they're telling you to do something and it is in violation, if it is unconscionable, if it's something that you're doing without conscience and it's inhumane, um, you you – that is not an excuse. Exactly. Um, they they expect human the goodness of humanity, the goodness of your soul to rise above um, pressures that you may be feeling from the material world. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So actually, there are ten different items that are tied here. I mean, for example, um, the experiment should be based on results from animal experimentation. N- didn't happen. 
Yes, they only did two hamster studies and one monkey study. There was about a dozen other studies that they had to do. And I think what's, to me, what was most disgusting, nauseating, um, and upsetting was that they started injecting women before they even started doing a study for pregnancy in rats. Oh, my, my. So, and, you know, avoid avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. I mean, the mental and uh, and physical suffering is tantamount. I mean, it's, it's, it's significant right now. and It's child abuse. It, it, it's child abuse it, I mean, and adult and, and senior citizen abuse. As, as well. But I, <laughs> I, again, I, just to focus on the children, not that I, I agree the abuse is across the board. You know, they're abusing, you know, people are, are again, it's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you're evil. But look at what we're doing to children. We're putting a mask, a muzzle on their face every yes. day and sending them to their schools. That is abuse. And then they're given an app and I, and I believe Microsoft was part of this app. Before a child goes to school they have an app that says are you sick are you sick are you sure you're not sick do you have a fever do you feel tired did you cough are you sick are you sick and then they're seeing propaganda at their school again a lot of this is from contributions from big technology companies that say oh if you're worried about getting sick you should be because you could get your mom sick or you could get your grandma grandpa sick and then if they die how would you feel about that this is child abuse this is mental abuse to our children and think about the neuro-linguistic programming if you tell a child every day are you sick the child is going to start believing they're sick absolutely but the thing is my listening friend, if you are in an educational system uh, that is doing that, or if you are in a medical system, or if you're in a church environment, or any other place where you're restricting people from being, you know, whom whom they're supposed to be, you are culpable for this. Yes. And the Nuremberg Code says that that's no excuse. Are, are, is it possible that you're doing things like the uh, innocent-seeming Germans did back in Hitler's day? Exactly. Are you doing that? Because this is an international code. This is not the United States. This is international. All across the world, this Nuremberg Code is intact and functional right now. And I want you to pay close attention. I'm, we don't have any more time in this segment to deal with this, but just look up Nuremberg, N-U-R-E-M-B-E-R-G, code, and uh, get the 10 different aspects right there and say, you know, am I culpable for any of these things? Because the Nuremberg Code is a, a serious violation, and it is punishable by incarceration in the least in or the least, death. Yeah. At the most, I mean, this is serious stuff, it is. and we don't want to fall into the Germans that said, "Oh, we thought we were doing a good thing," and six million Jews and millions of others died as a result of that. Please, please. So, my listening friend, I ask you to look these things up, and and, and then you need to pray and weigh and move forward accordingly. Karen, one one other thing I want to say is that. Um, in violation of the Nuremberg Code, but also in violation of all of the vaccine mandates, whether you're an employer or the military, you must prove that the vaccine shows clinical benefit to society. This vaccine has not done that whatsoever. There is no clinical benefit. In fact, it's only been shown to inflict um, harm, poison, and death. And and, and I want to be serious. There, there has been no clinical benefit that's been proven, and that's really important to note. So if you're an employer, you may want to think twice if you have made a vaccine mandate. Mandate. You also may want to think twice about making people take tests weekly or however frequently you want to prove that they're healthy. You know, you're telling people that they're sick until proven healthy. That is also a opposite. violation. Yes.
Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. those are a couple of things to keep in mind. You may want to think twice about the, the mandates. And I know um, Texas versus Methodist won in that state, but that will be overturned. That yes. will be overturned. Dr. Martin did a great uh, rebuttal on it, and you can find it on his on his website as well. Well, my listening friend, we spend a lot of time uh, stirring the pot with we you right did. now. We're going to spend the last segment giving you the hope that God wants to give you as far as where we are right now. But the enemy uh, thinks he's got uh, the church and God's kids on the run, but he always overplays his hand, and God knows that, and he's overplayed his hand in this, and it's going to come back, and God's kids are going to be victorious, even in the midst of this plan-demic. And Karen and I are going to talk about that, that this last segment, but you need to be encouraged that God has a plan that's bigger than Satan's plan. In fact, God's having Satan fall into his own wiles, even as we speak. We're going to talk more about that on Come Together San Diego when Karen Kingston and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. Back again with uh, Karen Kingston, president and founder of Veritage, and she is a remarkable gal who knows stuff about the biotechnology world and about the pharmaceutical and medical world. And she's been giving us some backstory and some insights on some of the research that has been done to prove that you need to do due diligence when you're talking about this fake vaccine and the fake pandemic that's going on right now. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about it. But this entire segment, this last segment, we're going to devote to God's plan for you in the midst of this. And I tell you what, Karen uh, has seen some uh, medical diagnostics coming through that bodes well for circumventing some of this. We can talk, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we do, I want to, you know, I have been troubled about this, especially a number of my friends have actually done the vaccination. And I go, Lord, I know that how, how volatile this can be. What can I tell them? So he led me to a place and I'm going to quickly share that to you for you. And then I'm going to have uh, Karen talk to you a little bit about um, some other insights of some new medica- medical things that are going on in light of that. Would that, would that be okay with you, Karen? Uh, yeah, that would be fine. Okay, so before we do, Karen, I, I asked you about uh, people finding out more about this information rather than just only hearing your voice and listening to the archive about a thousand times. <laughs> so what Karen told me was there's a, there's a place to go. Go to DougBillings.USA. Is that correct? Dot U.S. Dot U.S. I didn't mean U.S.A. I mean dot U.S. Doug Billings. Doug Billings, just like it sounds. Doug Billings, all one word, dot U.S. And then when that comes up, you will see a tab there that has Karen Kingston's name on it. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that will help them discover some of the research that you have done. Yeah, so there's um, interviews of me with Doug. My presentations are available. The references from where I pull from are available. And there's also uh, letters um, that I drafted, too, that you can use um, if you if you are, feel inclined to, to um, make your stand. You know, to, yeah, to, 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 you know, protect your sovereignty over your body or your children's yeah. bodies. Um, and my recommendation is if you do use a letter to send via email, my recommendation is that you, you copy friends on it. Um, if you have a friend that's an attorney to copy them, if you go to a church and the church has something like legal at the church.com, um, copy many people on it so that um, who you're taking a stance against knows that you're not alone. That's very good. Doug Billings, yeah. D-O-U-G-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S, Dot U.S. And then look for the Karen Kingston tab. tab yep. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Okay, so let me get, I, I've been troubled about this, my friend, I know, because a lot of my friends have actually done this, and many of them still are not aware of the ramifications of this. I'm going to give you a scripture that God gave me. There's a scripture reference to this, I think, that will prove that God is going to intervene in this, but also there's some medical applications that Karen's going to share with you in a moment. Let me take you to this verse that uh, God has shown me. We know that God, the, the enemy of God, Satan, wants to wreck all, but this is, God told me this was his, his Rexall against that. And so this is found in the book of Mark chapter 16. You will recognize this. I'm going to read it to you briefly, uh, extrapolate from it, then I'm going to hand the baton to Karen, and then we're going to end the show positively. Is Absol- that okay, Karen? Absolutely. Okay. In Mark 16, it says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And if in another scripture, it says in Matthew 24 that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached uh, to the entire world, and then the end of the age shall come. But let me read to you this scripture. It says, in starting at verse 15 of chapter 16 of Mark, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believes and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. Now listen to this in verse 17 and 18. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, one thing. They shall speak in new tongues, number two. And they shall lift up serpents, number three. And if they drink or imbibe any deadly thing, it will not harm them. And number that's number four. And then number five, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There are five... Rexalls that are going to wreck the plans of the enemy if you embrace these things. And two of those three things have to do with dealing with the serpent. But the very first thing is to those who believe. The first step is believing and then let God intervene for you. And, you know, part of it is lifting up the serpent and casting out devils and things like that. But there's one scripture in particular that I want to draw to your attention. It says, and if you drink any deadly thing, it will not harm you. The original Greek there is not drink, it's imbibe. And imbibe means could mean taking a shot as well. Mm-hmm. So there are things that God has said, I'm going to do this because here's what God wants to do. He wants to bring the whole world into an evangelized state where as many people as possible can come to know him and that's the great evangelism that's talking that's being talked about in scripture my friends you have a role to play in that if you've taken this vaccination or vaccination there are solutions that is the biblical solution you might want to write it down in mark 16 verses 15 through 18 and there are also some medical things that are coming to pass as well, we've got a couple minutes. What would you like to say? Well, um, that, great. Thank you for sharing that yes. that scripture. Um, and 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 uh, actually, speaking of Rexall, um, I've been blessed to go to Awaken Church and Rex Crane. Yes. I don't know if you know Rex Crane. He comes there often, and um, he's a great healer. But one of the things I want to say before we go into the solutions is that I, I was able to speak with. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, Dr. Judy Mikovich, who's yes. one of the yeah world know of her well. yeah nationally recognized. I was able to speak with her yesterday. She told me that there's a number of American scientists who have been testing these vials. Um, and so some of them contain saline solution um, and others contain a very, very weakened formulation. So uh, 
um, you know, there is that that benefit too. And if you take a look at the breadth and depth and the diversity of the adverse events or lack thereof, it, that does explain it. So some people are already saved. So praise God, some yes. people are already saved. Um, second, the other thing is when I found some of this information, and, and I'm not going to go into detail now, but one night I told God, um, you know, this is this information is a curse. It's a burden. I'm not going to sleep until you show me that there is a solution. And um, through research, I did find um, a naturally occurring um, um, mineral, if you will, in, in the environment that actually neutralizes one of the components of this of this um, injection, uh, and it can now be made synthetically to the nanoparticle size to to neutralize and remove it from your body. I also was able to speak to some um, some patriots and some of the scientists as well, and they do have a number of solutions. Right to um, at least stay, which means to stop the the progression of the damage, and in some situations to save people. But in order for that to happen, um, you you have to wake up to the truth. You have to believe in the truth. Uh, and I understand it's hurtful and it's painful, and there is a deep hole. And please allow that to be filled with God's love. Um, and please speak forward for the truth. Ask for help. Uh, if you are a healthcare provider and you want to change ways, reach out to an attorney. Reach out to someone like. Uh, um, Oh, why am I blanking right now? Thomas Friends or, or Dr. Martin, um, and, and find out ways for for uh, redemption and indemnification, uh, and let's turn this country around and let's save this country. And remember, um, God made us in His image perfectly, and He always provides us with everything that we need to to live a a, a joyful life, to live His word, um, and, and to protect ourselves not just protect ourselves from the enemy, but to fight against the enemy. Oh my, Karen Kingston, I, I say. Bless you, sis. Bless you. Bless you. You're, on, you're on a place that God has put you here for such a time as this. Karen Kingston, she is the president and founder of Veritage in, uh, in San Diego County area, and uh, you can look her up there, but also dougbillings.us, and then uh, find the Karen Kingston tab and click that, and you'll find that further information. My friends, we have to go, but you know that it's time for us to hear God's voice and make his stand on his behalf because he's got plans to use us in these vital days. Karen, thank you. My listening friend, thank you for a remarkable show. My friends, God bless you and see you next week. Thanks for joining Cass Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.